One couple, a huge health crisis, and three years of transformation. We're not medical professionals. We're two ordinary people who've been on an extraordinary journey. Each episode is unscripted, and we discuss one aspect of how we're learning to be well. Thank you for listening. Hello, and um, welcome to How To Be Well, and hello, Sam. Hello. Hello, um, as if I haven't just seen you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm thinking uh, about... um, uh, an article I've been writing um, for Breathe magazine, and um, it's about Virginia Woolf's maxim, um, every woman needs a little money and uh, a room of her own in order to write fiction. But I'm going to boil that down to just having a private space, um, having a room of one's own. And if it is an important part of being well, or maybe it's not that important, I don't know. So I think Sam will have something interesting to say about this, because Sam had an extremely unusual childhood and I'm not exaggerating um I'm just wondering if you'd care to elaborate mm, good subject yeah well where do we begin as I say I yeah yeah my childhood's very happy lots of love lots of chaos lots of drama uh you know it's not Angela's ashes or anything else like that um but uh, not much privacy so I learnt from a young age to make wherever I lay my ha- my home, you know, I, uh, I learnt to make whatever little space I had my own. And when I was growing up, I didn't have my, um, I didn't have a, well, for a long period, I didn't have a bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam used to say I didn't have my own bedroom, which didn't really resonate with me because, <laughs> I thought, well, lots of people don't have their own mm. bedroom. It's not that big a deal, but she literally didn't have... Well, a bedroom. Why didn't you have a bedroom? To, to be clear, I, I did have my own bedroom up until the age of uh, nine, and then my parents moved to uh, run, uh, moved to Brighton to run a hotel. And um, the, with our family and the way things are, you know, perhaps we thought it was more fun to uh, sleep in any room in the hotel that we fancied. So, <laughs> being a being a young kid of ten, um, sometimes I'd sleep in room ten, sometimes I'd sleep in room five. Sometimes I sleep in the in the flat downstairs, which was the basement. Um, in the basement, sometimes I would sleep up in room sixteen. Um, so I was a bit of a, a nomad in my own home. Mm. Where did you keep your stuff? Good question. I just don't know. Mm. So that's quite unusual. Yes, I had. Um, we had this flat downstairs in the basement, so I must have had clothes and personal effects and bits and pieces down there. But because um, it was in the basement, it was a bit, you know, basements aren't for everybody, are they? Mm. So um, and this was a, a particularly damp. It was a damp basement. It, it wasn't, wasn't a cosy basement. No, it wasn't. And uh, there were always moths. There were always uh, moths on the walls. Ooh. So you have to kill the moths off. And um, yeah, so I don't really like moths too much, to be honest. And so yeah, so I thought, oh, I don't really want to stay down there. So I um, would sleep in, you know, in a hotel bedroom. And uh, the chambermaids would come in in the morning and clean it all, turn it down, get a new fresh sheets on the bed. You know, it was life of luxury, really. Yeah, so in some ways that could be that could seem quite fun. Um, and in some ways that could be quite difficult. Um, do you think? Well, I think it's taught me um, a certain resilience mm. and a certain, um, you know, adaptability, shall mm-hmm. we say. Um, 
And, you know, I also would add that, um, you know, when I was older, I had my um, own room um, when we moved out of the hotel. I had my own room, but uh, I'd, by then I sort of didn't really have a taste for having my own rooms. So it's, it's a funny one. I don't have a personal privacy thing mm. about um, where I sleep. Mm. So. so if I asked you, do you think having your own private space is an important aspect of being well for you would you Mm. disagree with that i say having your own personal private space in your mind is important but in actual practical space um uh it's a luxury but you you don't need it in order to live and survive and thrive and create and all those things and obviously lots of people don't have uh live right now without a private space a lot of people across the globe don't have any private space do they they share their shared space with people yeah so um so maybe having a private space a physical private space like a room where you can close the door Mm -hmm. um is irrelevant to being well is that what you think well, it's a, it's a big subject matter, isn't it? Because mm. um, obviously, if you're not feeling very well, you don't want to be. You don't want to be living in the hubbub of a noisy shared space, do you? Mm. Maybe it depends on the environment in which you're living. It's a it's a fine line. I mean, I mm. don't like being um, probably because of my upbringing um, too isolated. Mm. I like having the hubbub around me. Mm. That doesn't mean that I want to be the centre of attention. Far far from it. And I doesn't mean that I want to be engaged with people all of the time. But my perfect setup would be um, to have, you know, um, people around me, but I don't have to interact with them necessarily. Mm-hmm. So is that what you mean when you say the private space is up in your head? Is that what you mean? I mean is um, that perhaps we need less than we think we need um, to find that peace that we crave. Mm-hmm. That When I was a kid, I, I saw that um, uh, video for Imagine, you know, John Lennon playing his, his white grand piano. Yes. And uh, I was so taken with this video. I thought, that's all I want, is I want to have a big old empty house with a massive grand piano, (laughs) rolling green hills. And if I had that space, I know I could write songs and music. Yeah. Fast forward, you know, through my life. Was that even John Lennon's house? Did he actually live there? I don't know. (laughs) Or did they rent it for the video? It was all very willowy, wasn't it? With the the curtains, white curtains billowing. I can't believe anyone would actually live like that. I mean, what about your old stuff? You know, where where do you put your... Bits and pieces. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Well, it was a fantasy, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then, sorry, and then you got older. Then I got older and uh, I found myself, um, I had a corner of the living room. Maybe everyone needs a corner, that's what I would say. A corner of one's own. Corner. Right? Take corner. that, Virginia <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> yeah, you don't need a room, a corner. <laughs> so I had a corner of the living room where I had my music, uh, yeah, my keyboard and my computer and my music software, my headphones, and um, that was my little corner. Uh-huh. And I wrote... Uh, you know, some of my best songs sat in that corner of the living room with, you know, uh, people, so so many people hubbub sitting in the living room, watching TV, chatting, talking, you know, Sam, do you want a cup of tea? And I had my headphones on working and um, that was that was actually quite a good little setup. And I think if I'd had that, you know, sparse, you know, space, uh, I would probably gone a bit got a bit bored and gone looking for you know what's what's ha- what's happening anybody anybody around yeah. anybody around i think when you are if you're isolated because you're ill then it's important to be around other people and yet have a little bit of a little bit of privacy would you say within that everybody needs privacy i'm just mm. trying to say that 
we don't have to go to we don't have to have John Lennon's house mm. um, because order. where does it end yeah. you end up with your own country don't you if you're an island <laughs> you, ha- you have to work with what you got you know so a corner of the living room uh, making music with some headphones on that was my privacy that was my space yeah yeah so um, for me you know in terms of wellness I don't really know to be honest I think I grew up with a lot of privacy completely opposite to Sam I had a very um, uh, straightforward upbringing and I had my own room Um, at the same time it was in a small house so it wasn't you know it wasn't like left on my own to get on with things you know it kind of it was there was a lot of interaction going on but um, I've been more used to having my own space and um, now it seems important to me but like Sam, for a long time, I created and wrote a novel, again, in the corner of the living room. We can't have been there at the same time. Different corner. Different, different, You're in the bedroom <laughs> Different for a long scenario. Time, yeah, corner I've written in all sorts of different places. And, um, yeah, I think maybe, like you say, having a private space, um, I don't know, a bubble, let's call it, maybe. Mm. I would say having a private bubble is important. And sometimes, but don't you think, Sam, sometimes you just need to let loose and just scream or cry or whatever and you don't want somebody looking at you going are you all right you're all right oh yeah yeah oh, think, it's annoying isn't it yeah so just a, if you need to let loose you've got to be able to let loose okay so i've got i've got a good answer for you it's a truthful answer mm. i think my space is nighttime mm. okay that's your virtual room yes mm. when the sun goes down and no one can get you on your phone and uh, the world gets quiet and you can take a stroll out. There'll be hardly anybody out on the streets. Um, and you can do a little bit of uh, pottering, pacing, the creating, so on. For me, that is my my room of my own is nighttime. So you do have a room of your own. You, and so. it is important then. But not a literal four walls. It is, it it's is, a space. What it is, is it's important, but I don't want to get hung up on um, wishing for something if you if it's not available to you. Yeah, you can say it's an ideal scenario, yeah. but if you don't get it, you get on with it. Yeah, mm. I've got a feeling that if I did have a, a fully set up uh, space and studio, I probably wouldn't even go in there. <laughs> I would probably, you know, bring everything back downstairs and be at the dinner table. You know, I, I like um, having a space within the hubbub of other people. Yeah. That's that's what I like. Yeah. Okay. And at the same time with a caveat of having some kind of area whether it's a time related area or a mental area where you can go to just be well, just so, be. This might <coughs> this might sound a bit odd but um I sometimes I call it like a dog basket. Mm. How big is a dog basket? Not very big. Okay. We all <laughs> You've got a dog your basket. chew in there, haven't you? You've got your what do dogs have in their dog basket? A little a toy. Cushion. A cushion. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's where they go. Mm. And bit of dribble in the corner. Yes. <laughs> uh, wherever Manky you take bog. your dog, yeah, <laughs> you can take its basket. You turn up, you put it in the corner. The dog goes to the. You okay. Know. So I need a dog basket. So, okay. So Sam, <laughs> do you think, in your dog opinion, basket of one's own. is a dog basket of one's <laughs> own an important part for you of uh, being well? Yes, it mm. is. But yes. a, but a room with four walls, not necessarily. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. Yeah, mm. that's a, a good thought. I shall leave you with the image of Sam going into a dog basket with their chew. And um, yes, thank you, Sam. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> and uh, thank you for listening. Take care. Bye bye.